Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Championships coming to Indianapolis. This is actually very, very cool. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. I guess they've been working on bringing it to Indy for a while. People like Cindy Hawkins, Circle City Suites, have been competing in this competition, talking about it, probably one of the biggest voices in Indiana, supporting uh, this. It is now coming here. This will be November 8th to the 12th, Farm Bureau Pavilion at the fairgrounds. This started in 2012. It did a bunch of years in Dallas, now coming to Indy. The fairgrounds is interesting. Because wouldn't one, wouldn't one argue that downtown is the better location? But... Could be a series of things going on, like, for example, Taylor Swift will be in town right before then. This is right after the election. This is where it goes. Give them the warmest welcome. Get people there. Show up. Do the things. It's an initial one-year agreement, according to uh, Dave Lindquist over at the IBJ. A one-year agreement, which means let's see how it goes. There are 12 categories. Bacon. Oh, should I stop? In a, in a second, in a second. Thank you, Producer Carl. Okay, I'm done. Uh, barbecue. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but by the way, Let's Go Barbecue, available at Amazon.com. Buy the book right now, Let's Go BBQ. Burger, chef, dessert, live fire, rice, noodle, sandwich, Joey's favorite food, seafood, soup, and Vegetarian? Vegetarian? Well, nothing's perfect. Um, and then uh, back in 2020, Indianapolis hosted what's known as the final table component of the World Food Championship. Um, this, uh, I think that happens uh, in, in Arkansas this year. So this is happening November 8th through the 12th. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. And yes, we're going to try and get Eat, Drink, Smoke over there and uh, and do the whole thing. And then there is a story about FAFSA. So the FAFSA is the financial aid insanity form that you have to fill out if your kids go to college. You don't have to fill it out. But if you want them to get financial aid, you do. And it was very invasive. And then they made it a little bit less so. And then they made changes. And now there's a delay. It's very weird. I can't figure it out. I cannot figure out the FAFSA for the life of me. I can't figure out whether or not I should do it. Has anybody not filled out the FAFSA and had other issues with, like, merit scholarships or anything else? That's right. I have a kid who's going to go. I know. A long conversation. Uh, I have faith in my kid. Gosh, I hope it all works out. Uh, Please, don't get me started. 
Who has not filled out the FAFSA? What has been the result? Did you feel the FAFSA was too invasive? I would love to hear your thoughts. But you're not the only person if you're having issue with it because of changes that they have made. And it's driving a lot of people crazy because they may not have time by when they fill out the FAFSA to figure out which school uh, for their kid is is best. That's going to be an interesting year. Let me know what you think, if you would. Tony at TonyCatch.com. I'd greatly appreciate it. Meanwhile, Victoria Sparks, Congresswoman of the 5th District, decides to run for re-election when she said she wouldn't. But now there's a field of candidates. What do they think of this? Max Ingling will join us next. Uh, he is a candidate in the 5th. His thoughts, that's coming up. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. As I said, you know, deciding where your duty lies is very difficult, but I truly believe and meeting with a lot of people on the ground is a challenging times. And um, I need uh, people of the 5th District decide and God decide because I need to deliver for them. And unfortunately, what's happening in D.C. right now, I'm not sure if it's going to happen this Congress. I work very hard. We're still moving some issues, but I haven't seen my Republicans be able to hold the ground. We probably need to have new people in Washington, D.C., especially a new president. That's the statement from Congresswoman Victoria Sparks just yesterday on the morning show. But she is now back in the race for the 5th District. She has changed her mind and is running for re-election. Tony Katz, good to be with you. Meanwhile, there is a host of candidates who have declared in the 5th District on the Republican side This is going to be a competitive piece. One of those people, Max Ingling. Uh, Max, uh, you can find him there uh, on his website, uh, maxforindiana.com. I'll get to your statement in in a second, uh, Max, as you you have uh, posted and put it out there. Statement from conservative Max Ingling regarding Congresswoman Sparks. But in your own words, when you heard the news yesterday, what was your first thought? Morning, Tony. I appreciate it. You having me on this morning. Um, so I think I was maybe a little bit disappointed that she was getting in after saying that she wasn't going to get in. But honestly, for me, I mean, this is my home. These are the people that I care the most about. And I'm 100 percent committed to serving the people of the 5th District. Uh, I always have been. And, you know, that's not going to change. And so that's why I remain focused at this point, and, And that doesn't change it, Tony. Your statement reads, Congresswoman Sparks' well-documented history of waffling on the issues and re-election campaign leaves Indiana families without a principled voice in Congress. Decisive conservative leadership means standing your ground when it comes to reducing the debt, fighting for Indiana families, and getting America back on track. I'm in this race to win, and the Congresswoman's latest announcement makes me more committed than ever to stay in this race, trust the Lord, and fight for family-first policies. Now, you can argue that there's a waffling on getting into the race when she said that she was out. Are we arguing that she wasn't a conservative in Congress? I think what I'm saying is we need to know what our representative 
stands for and that we can trust that she's going to do the thing she says, he or she says at any point. And we saw whether it was going back and forth in the speaker fight, any time that that happened at the beginning of the Congress, we saw it even with Jim Jordan. Um, and we've seen it on Ukraine funding and a number of things that I want to know the person that's representing me when they say something, that's what they're going to do. Talking to Max Engling, candidate for Congress in the 5th District, maxforindiana.com. Uh, you, you know there's a fair amount of people running. You have got a history uh, in, in politics. Uh, it, you, you can read it over at, at your website, including uh, the, the role of, of member services uh, for the, the Speaker of, of the House, Director of Member Services, for then Speaker McCarthy. You have dealt with Congress on a pretty high level and in those back rooms and in, the, and in those you know places where more of the deals get made. Is that the experience? experience that that is necessary for the fifth and how does your experience now compare to that of uh the congresswoman who's been there for what will be six years yeah so i've seen the good in washington i've seen the bad in washington and i've seen it up close and personal and what that does for me is it really keeps me focused on what do we need to do to solve the real challenges in our country we don't have time for this you know, waffling back and forth. We don't have time for distractions that are coming out of the 5th District. So, you know, I need to say something to the people that are listening for a minute. You know, I'm focused on reducing the debt. We're at $34 trillion now. Washington has to stop spending so much money. Uh, I'm focused on closing the border. I've been to the border two times in the last year. Went to Texas and Arizona. And the Biden administration is allowing our country to be absolutely flooded with illegal immigration, with um, human trafficking, with fentanyl, cartel crimes things that never would have happened under President Trump. I'm focused on reducing the cost of living. We're 17% higher now than we were um, just three years ago. You know, I feel it when I go to Aldi. It's, everything is more expensive. Uh, you've got to reach half American energy, cut overspending in Washington, and reduce regulations. And I've seen how to actually do this job. I know how to actually do this job, not just talk about it, Tony. And you have to communicate. You have to listen with your constituents. You have to build coalitions. You have to know how to pass and block legislation. And what I get frustrated with is so many folks on the conservative side just want to talk about it and not actually do those things. And I'm positioned based on my experience, even though I've never been an elected uh, career elected politician, I know how to get this stuff done. And I really want to do that for the people of the 5th District. Representative Victoria Sparks, when she was on the show yesterday, was having this conversation that Congress needs doers. It's too many people talking. They need doers, and that's why she needed to get back in this race because she fears where the Republican Party is going, where the country is going, and it was clear that she was was needed. So in your conversation with the people of the 5th District, because you got to win a primary before you get a chance uh, to get to a general, to the people of the 5th District, how do you separate yourself out from uh, Victoria Sparts, and maybe more to the point, as you were just discussing, the way to get these things done. Are you saying that Representative Sparts was an impediment to getting things done? I'm saying that we haven't seen the fruition of that. And more importantly, as a constituent in the 5th District myself, I want to know that when my member of Congress says to me, this is what I'm focused on, I'm not going to be distracted, I'm not going to take up every shiny object. I'm going to say we have to hunker down and do the work, not get on TV, not yell about it. There's certainly a case for that at times, but you have to say my job is to bring this home, actually do the things we're talking about. And I just haven't seen that. 
you know, she was on your show yesterday, and I appreciate that. And one of the things I do agree with that she said was we need to have fresh people and fresh ideas in Washington. And I'm the only viable candidate who's not a career politician but still has the experience in the public service to say, let's do this now. Talking to Max Ingling, candidate for Congress in the 5th District, MaxForIndiana.com. Uh, agreed, you're not a career elected official, but you have spent time in the halls uh, of Congress just discussing how to make things work, pass legislation, block re- legislation, how to do those things. So you, you, you have experience in, in that place. You don't come in as the, as the total outsider. But when you take a look at the 5th, what is the subject that is most uh, addressed to you from the constituents in the 5th District. Full disclosure, my district, what is the thing you hear most? The number one thing that I hear when we knock on doors. So I I knocked a 1,000 doors just in the municipal elections to be helpful to get our folks across the line. And what I heard the most is the cost of living. Everything is too expensive. You know, I mentioned earlier, I think we're at 17.1% higher than we were three years ago just for essential goods. And you listen to the Biden administration and they don't understand uh, why you know, consumer confidence is low, but consumer spending is up. Well, I'll tell you why. It's because we're spending money on essential goods that we have to purchase and it costs more and we're not happy. And so to me, that's the number one thing that I hear. And it's not an overly hard challenge to fix. You have to retap American energy. You have to stop spending so much money in Washington and reduce regulations so that real people have that, you know, we're not just changing the rate of inflation. I don't want to just change the rate of inflation. I want to bring real costs down for real Americans that are feeling the pain. Before I let you go, Max, um, there are a lot of people running in this race. Of course, probably the biggest name running against you is Chuck Goodrich, who has the money to 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 self-fund. Uh, you've got a series of, of people who are in, engaged here. Uh, how are you? What, what is the plan to separate yourself from them? Never mind just Congresswoman Sparks, where people may already have an opinion. So we don't need another wealthy career politician saying, let me go out to Washington to do I'm not exactly sure what. So my job is to be all around the district. The Constitution says that this job is a representative position. You cannot do that with without being all around the district and listening to constituents and then acting on that. So I am everywhere um, at as many meetings as we can possibly be at. I answer questions when people are sent, send those to me. I will not afraid of getting in front of the issues. So let's talk about the real things that are happening in real people's lives. And there's a, a huge number of people out there that hear that message and they say, we want that. We want someone that I share conservative values with and somebody that is then able to go out and actually do those things. And so it's been very encouraging to me to see folks around the district that want that. And we're pushing hard and we've got a bunch of volunteers chomping at the bit to get out there. Does Victoria Sparts deciding to get back in the race make it easier for Democrats to run somebody against uh, the Republican? I think there's they may put somebody up because, you know, they like to think that there may be blood in the water, but I don't think it's going to be any easier for them to win. I think if I'm given the privilege to get through this primary, we are going to run very hard in the general. And I don't see any way that a Democrat's going to come through in the fifth district. Max England, candidate for Congress in the fifth district of Indiana, max for Indiana.com. I appreciate you taking the time to be with us. I'm Matt Bear with traffic on the fives. Follow us at WIBC Traffic. What was 
That was a little different presentation there, Matt Bear. What? No. You were kind of like... No. You know the old school radio like puking? Puking? Do you know what that is? Yes, I know what it is. Right? Uh, So I I can't actually do it. It's it's old school DJs that would put like serious... Can you do it, Matt? Like serious emphasis on words. Oh, man. It's like... Okay. Here are the PGs on Classic Hits 93 WIBC. I don't know. Yeah, like yeah. that. Like C. the C. Like, yeah. Just overwhelming. Out th- That's why the, your, your traffic just sounded I did like. not sound like I don't puke on my reports. It was a, it was a little. <laughs> a little. Did I yak on my report? No, yeah, I, it was okay. a little bit of a, like a spittle. I'm not going to be able to do this the rest of the day now. I'm so self-conscious. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a little bit spittle traffic. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> spittle on my chin. Right. This show. I'm disgusted. Still on the air, people. <laughs> Still on the air. From the WIBC Whirlybird. Sorry. <laughs> well, that, see, see, I can't get away with that. You could say that. And people would be like, it. where is he? I say that. People have me committed. Well, I mean, it's, capitalism is not fair. Yes, it is. I mean, yeah, it is. It's, well, it's actually the only fair thing. I mean, now, did now I go down the wrong path? I, I, I can defend this in every way. Can I go? Did I think I went down the wrong path? By the way, if anybody wants to offer Matt Bear a helicopter, he will do traffic from a helicopter. Awesome. So, he'll do it. Classic hits ninety three. I'm telling you. W-I-V-C. It's like that. That's, it's, that really that's puking. I can't. I, I'm assuming Nigel could do it well. Casey could probably do it well because Casey did music for forever. Casey could probably do it. Yeah, I, I don't. I've never heard. Is of Casey it. in the building? No, I, I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, they only have a radio show to do in like an hour and a half. Why? Why should they be there on time? I'm busy here working with you, so I'm not patrolling the building. I, I don't know. Well. I'm assuming Casey knows how to do the puking. And Nigel Nigel would definitely... Nigel, call in. Nigel would know how to do this. He's not going to call in to do the puking. Oh, he's totally... If he's sober, he's calling in. That's happening. Uh, I just... I mean, remember, everybody has a longer radio history uh, than I do. Every Everybody at the station... Had, had done radio before getting to IBC in, in like a professional capacity. Everyone except me. No way. I thought you did something. Did you have a podcast? or I did a multiplicity of things, but yeah, I didn't yeah, really yeah. like, no one really paid attention until, until Indy. It's weird. I, so, so, by the way, I don't know if I just missed a, a break or anything. We'll get to it. Uh, it's, it's 32 degrees, American Standard Heating Weather Center. I'm Tony Katz. That's Matt Bear. You've got, he does traffic, does Matt Bear. you got producer Carl behind the board, Ryan Hedrick and Kurt Darling in the newsroom. I um, had done a bunch of things. All right? I had done a bunch of radio trying to get myself the radio gig. But I was doing a crap ton of TV and public speaking. It was super weird that the that I had that kind of profile, but I didn't yet have the traditional five day a week professional radio gig. Like that that came later. You started the Tea Party or one of the Tea Party movements out in California, yes, right? In California, yeah. Yes, I certainly did. I was one of those. But it, it, it is like like my whole career is, is is backwards. But like Hammer has a whole career in radio and Casey Daniels has done like nine billion things. Dear Lord, Rob Kendall did like 20 things before he, he got with the chicks on the right before getting with Mock before now uh, with, with, with Casey. So it's like like everybody's got this history and not, it's not that I didn't do things but like they got paid for their things. 
And I was trying to get paid for my things. And then Indianapolis came along and said, we know how to screw this up. Cats, let's go. It's, and, it's, and the rest is yeah, history. That's a true story. It's our fault. Agreed. Yeah, it is. But I never, I never, so I never did any of the music radio or anything else. So I never, the puking or none of that. Hell, the first two years of doing the morning show was trying to learn the format. You were you were here for some of that. True or false? Oh, you want to go deep inside? Here we go. True or false? False. I would exit the studio during breaks and yell at myself. Uh, yeah, that was very true. Or, or <laughs> I also remember you yelling in a corner a couple of times. But then, oh, yes. You know, yeah, I mean, it happens. You know, we're trying it to was, figure out what it, we're doing it. I, I, I try to describe to people sometimes the, the nerves and the pressure. Like, this, this was my shot. And if it didn't work, um, I had no idea what I was going to do. Well, and that's just it. But at the same time, it's you're still figuring out something new. I mean, you have the pressure. But this is, like you said, mentioning the clock. And that's a radio term of how the show is organized and what time you take breaks. That's a lot. I mean, it is a lot trying to figure out what you're doing in your first-time talk show host, too. So I think we all reacted kind of um, <laughs> like we didn't know what we were doing. It was oh, no, no. I, I reacted terribly. I should have handled it much, much, much better. I can admit that freely. I remember uh, 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 Brian. Um, Brian Baker. who Brian uh, Baker, the great Brian Baker, one day came, came up to me. He goes, what are you doing? Like, like literally just like that. What are you doing, dude? You've got the gig. Just don't, don't. Now, did I you, mean, were you receptive really to that? Message. Did you receive that? I mean, how, how yeah. did you receive that? Absolutely. Absolutely, I did. And, and who knows if I would have six months prior or a year prior. Like, that I can't answer. Um, but I did. I did, I did for that. I, I, I did for that. And uh, and now I work from home so nobody can see me screaming. <laughs> that's that's the only reason you're working from home now. I mean. that, know who you are, kitten. <laughs> We're not getting a studio camera there. That's all we know. Oh, you know that conversation's now happening in earnest, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I brought it up once. Should we live stream the morning show? And then then I heard from, from sales, yes, yes, we should. should. As a matter of fact, get started. <laughs> you should let other people bring things up, you know? I have to stop talking out loud. <laughs> Sometimes I really do need an inside voice. That's what I learned. I need a filter. You need a what? A filter. Right? <laughs> That's oh. my problem. <laughs> No luck. No luck is going to be happening too, uh, from way there. Way too honest. Way too honest, right? That is uh, Matt Bear, by the way. He's oh. a he's a heck of a guy, and he's uh, available for all your needs. Traffic, quinceañeras, whatever it is. Oh, quinceañeras, yeah. He's got you covered. That'd be awesome. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Now, Red Solo Cup 
is the best receptacle for barbecues, tailgates, fairs, and festivals. And you, sir, do not have a pair of Toby Keith. If you prefer gone too soon. Glass. Tony Katz, ninety-three WIBC. Good morning, stomach cancer. Fourteen years they are. Toby Keith gone at the age home, of sixty-two. They are moving forward in uh, on Capitol Hill with the impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas. And I'm not going to tell them no. My God, these Republicans, they won't vote for a beautiful bill to help the border, but they're going to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas. It's all political. Well, some of it's political. What, are we going to lie to each other? Some of it's political. Like, for example, this border legislation, supposedly bipartisan. Of course it's political. I've started going through it, as many people have. And certainly, there are issues. I can point you to a series of them. For example, if you tell me that this kicks in where where we're going to actually secure the border after 5,000 migrant encounters. Oh, no, no, not apprehensions, just encounters. Well, one should ask, why 5,000? Why is it 5,000 and not 500, not 50, not 5? Not zero. Why are we accepting anything except lawful ports of entry? Why are we dealing with three numbers? 14, actually 1.4, 14, and 60. $60 billion for Ukraine, $14 billion for Israel, and $1.4 billion for the NGOs, the non-governmental organizations. NGOs that have been instrumental in teaching people coming across the border how to lie and claim asylum. We've been talking about that for years. You never heard anybody else talking about it except us right here on this show. These people are guilty of treason as far as I'm concerned. Now we're going to give them more money? No shot. As for Israel and as for Ukraine, it's not that I even oppose funding. That's a different conversation. Thus, it should be in a different place. These things should be siloed. If you have to add $60 billion worth of Ukraine funding to a border bill, you're stating to America that the border bill isn't as great as advertised. This brings us to the politics and to the spin. Democrats are going to say, why aren't Republicans serious about protecting the border? Republicans put forth House Bill 2. Chuck Schumer would not hold a vote on it. Why isn't Chuck Schumer serious about border security? The problem that the political left has is that, as, as we often discuss here, the left always overplays their hand. If you wanted to be able to have the debate and the argument that would connect with America in all corners about the border and try and and paint the political right as not interested in border security because Trump doesn't want Biden to have the win, which is a nonsense argument. And the person who makes that argument, uh, that, that idea is laughable, great, is Chip Roy. I will play that for you. Congressman Chip Roy on CNN was on fire and perfect. And the people who said, oh, you're supporting DeSantis, you're not a real conservative, those people were always ignorant, those people were always worthless, those people deserve none of your attention. Yeah, if if you're such an idolater for Trump that you won't recognize that Chip Roy has something to offer, holy cow. It's not that you can't disagree with the man, but all of a sudden, oh, he's a simp and you got to get rid of him. 
pathetic. But I'll get to him in a second. Your argument, political left, that the political right is not serious about the border is dismantled by including funding for Ukraine and Israel within it. Dismantled. By the way, how are you going to get progressives to vote for something that has funding for for Israel in it? I, I I don't know. I don't know how you're going to do that. Ukraine funding should be on its own. Israel funding should be on its own. And the border should be on its own. They should be on their own. If I oppose this legislation, someone's going to tell me I'm anti-Israel? You could try that. But I, I have no uh, issue or, or, or reticence in smacking you down. This legislation has a series of, of, of issues in it. And we should note that it is supported by Border Patrol. Why? Because it's something. And one should not deny that it is something. The question is, is it the right thing? And is it actually the start of the right thing? 